is Leah, and welcome to this week's Hashtag for Paris podcast. It is wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching. I'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end, but for now, let's jump right in. I think one of the great uh, traditions of Christmas is the giving and the receiving of gifts. I mean, there's always such excitement when, whether it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whenever you open your gifts, you open up that gift that you really, really wanted. There's such joy and uh, celebration. It's, it's so amazing. But have you ever received the unexpected gift? Like the gift you had no idea about and someone bought it for you and you were like just completely amazed that, that even though you didn't think about it, it was the gift you realized you absolutely wanted and needed. I remember 21 years ago uh, when, when Rebecca and I were just recently married, um, she gave me the gift of this amazing mountain bike. Now, I realize it's slightly dated now, but 21 years ago, this was like amazing. It was like cutting edge and I was totally blown away. Like I did not expect it. She hid it from me. She rolled it into an apartment and I was just blown away. I mean, I still remember the emotions of that day. Or I think of last Christmas when I received this amazing t-shirt from my daughter. Totally didn't expect it. Love it. Wear it all the time. A great reminder for all of us, right? Like we need to be more like Jesus. Unexpected gifts are amazing. Especially when the person gives the thought to think about what it is they believe we truly want and need. When you think about Christmas, when we think of the birth of Jesus... It's about the ultimate gift of God giving his very presence to us. We sing the hymns, Emmanuel, and we're reminded that that is God with us. What exactly does that mean? What what does it mean to experience God's presence in the midst of our life? How do we we truly appreciate and receive this gift? I mean, this, this hits in so many different ways. There are so many things that we could talk about, some more obvious than others. But today, I just want to focus a little bit on, in some ways, the unexpected realities of this gift. In particular, one way that this works out in the midst of all of life. I go back to the story of the shepherds. I'm not sure how familiar you are with the Christmas story, but in Luke chapter 2, we are told that there was a bunch of shepherds watching flocks in the fields nearby, near Bethlehem, and and Jesus had just been born. And it's here that we're told, the very first people that were told about this incredible birth were the shepherds. Uh, An angel appears before them, and they're they're terrified, which I, I probably would be too if I saw an angel right in front of me. And the angel declares, I have good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Goes on to talk about how today in the city of David, a Savior, the Christ, has been born. Absolutely amazing. But but what exactly is this good news? Then the, then, the, then the heavenly hosts appear and the angel declares, he is the one who brings peace on whom God's favor rests. Peace. I don't know about you, but maybe in the midst of the chaos of Christmas, you could use a little peace. Or when you think about just the reality of life and the stresses and the worries and the uncertainties, peace is something you'd appreciate. I mean, maybe it's in work or maybe it's in relationships. Uh, Maybe it's around finances. Maybe it's around looking for a job. Maybe maybe it's just around health concerns. Maybe it's the stress of, of, of dealing with difficult people. 
I believe we all need peace. But, but what is peace? I mean, I think oftentimes we think of peace as being, you know, the, the absence of difficulties, the, the, the external calm around us. But is that what this gift is all about? I mean, we think about God with us. Does it mean that, that Jesus kind of swoops in, solves all our problems, takes care of all of our difficulties, and then we have this sense of peace? Because here's a challenge I have with that, is that when you still have difficulties, when you still have challenges, when you still have stresses, does that mean that God is not with you? That you don't hold to the sense of peace? I love the first followers of Jesus. I think particularly of a guy by the name of Paul. He was one of the great leaders of the early church. And and in many ways, when you look at his life, life was going fairly well for him before he committed his life to Jesus. And then after he committed his life to Jesus, in many ways, the external circumstances he faced would indicate that he did not have much peace in his life. I mean, here's a guy who was shipwrecked, who was beaten, There was times he was pushed to the margins of society so severely that he went without food, without water, even without clothing. I mean, if you looked at this guy, Paul, he would be the epitome of someone who clearly had no peace. But he lived with this great sense of peace. There's these amazing words of encouragement that he gives near the end of his life. He's sitting in a prison cell, pretty much awaiting death. And this is what he says to a group of first century followers of Jesus. Words that I hope resonate with you. Words that I believe begin to help us understand what is this peace that God offers through the presence of Jesus. And so this is what Paul says. It comes from the book Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. He says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. I think think there's two things I just want to highlight real quickly around what this peace of God truly is. It's a peace that transcends all understanding. It, It steps beyond the circumstances in life, which indicates to me that this peace of God with us is not Jesus solving all of our problems. It's not the absence of difficulties. It's recognizing his presence with us. But it's a it's a peace, it's a gift we have to receive. And how do we receive it? By talking to God. By letting him know what worries us, what concerns us, what troubles them, what troubles us. It's it's the apostle Paul saying, "Tell him what you need." And then, and then you receive the peace of God. This Christmas, this Christmas, I'm sure you'll get some incredible, wonderful gifts. But what about the gift of peace? It comes in the most unexpected way. Not in the absence of conflict or in difficulties, but in knowing the very presence of God in Jesus is with you. Get back to the shepherds. What I love about the shepherds is that they heard the message of good news. 
They were told about this incredible peace, but then they had a choice. They could go back to life, or they could explore it further. They could find out for themselves if it was really true. And so they went to Bethlehem. They saw the baby. And they realized all the angels had said was true to them. And then they returned to their lives, changed and transformed. It's that gift of peace that transcends all understanding. I've experienced it in my life, often not in the absence of conflict or the absence of stress, but in some of the most difficult places of life when I literally just cry out to God. And I believe the same gift is available to you. So how do you receive it? You be like the shepherds. You take a step of faith and see, is this Jesus who he says he is? Two things to think about. One is, in, in the next number of weeks, we're going to be starting a new series on prayer, on talking to God. And I just title it, Thoughts and Prayers, Who Cares? And we're going to look at the reality of what does it look like to actually have a conversation with God? What does it look like to experience this incredible sense of peace? And so we hope that you'll continue to join us. But I don't want you to wait a couple of weeks to experience this peace of Christ in your life. How do you take these words that the Apostle Paul wrote and make them personal? Receive them into your own life. Simply talk to God and receive this peace that passes all understanding. If you'd let me, I'd love to do, for that, do that with you right now, today. And so if you're at home, I've seen a little odd, but just simply close your eyes. And maybe think about something that is bringing a sense of stress or uh, worry or uncertainty in your life. And just bring it to mind. Let's offer it to God as I pray. Let's pray. And so, Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. We thank you that you are the one who desires to be a part of our lives. And so I pray for those that are watching here today, that these would not just simply be words that kind of run through their mind, but it becomes a practice and a reality they can experience. And so as we offer you these, our stresses and our worries, our uncertainties, God, we pray for your peace. We pray for this peace that steps beyond our circumstances and that you would guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. For we ask it all in his name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. I hope that you have a great Christmas, a good start to the new year, and I hope you'll continue to join us because week by week, we continue to unpack what does it mean for God to be with us in Jesus, and we'll look at prayer, conversation with God. And so my hope for you as it is for me is that in this coming weeks, in this coming year, that you would experience this unexpected gift of peace, a peace that comes not in the absence of difficulties, but in the very presence of Jesus. Have a great rest of your day.
again, this is Leah. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. We hope that you were encouraged by what you just heard. Just so you know a little bit more about who we are, hashtag for Paris, our church is about creating a culture that shows people that we are for them and for our local community. Jesus invites us to experience a meaningful life with him and others. So we meet every Sunday morning in person at the Paris Presbyterian Church at 10.30 a.m., and throughout the week in various home groups and pubs here in Paris. It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispresb.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B dot C-A. And it's there that you can share our links with your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, We have friends from around the world who connect in with us online on a regular basis. And so lastly, please feel free to email me and get connected directly. I would love to chat with you. My email is leah at parispres.ca, and I'll get right back to you. So that's all we have for now. Thanks again for joining, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now, everyone.